0: Hello, guests, and welcome to episode. Which episode is this of Common Rider DecaCast, Evan? Uh this is uh journey through the DecaCast episode. I don't know. We're doing just hello. <laughs> it's 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 uh Chris and Chris and Evan. We're kind of just <laughs> flying by the seat of our pants. We're flying without our expert today. Yeah, so things are gonna be crazy. Jerry got called in and had to do something, so we're gonna. We watch more Zero. Um, it's been a thing. Oh, yeah. Zero's, like, super intense now. Okay. Yeah. It is Journey Through the Decacast, Shard 22. Yes. Oh, wait. I Did, did I have that? Yes, there, there. Okay. So this is episodes 23 and 24, and we're going to start with episode 23. It's Kikai. Starring... Uh, yeah, Kamen Rider Kikai is freaking amazing. I really love him. He's a super good boy. He's extremely cute. Are you a machine or are you a man? Okay, Evan, I know Garrett isn't here to weigh in on this. Did you think that he was called, uh, that his name was Rento as a reference to Lento being the name for human in... I don't think so. Okay, it's only a one-letter difference, and yeah. I think that's a pretty good pun if it is intentional. If it was an intentional one, yes, that's a very funny, silly thing. No, I don't think it's actually the pun. Yeah, maybe not. But but he's so he's so human. He is unlike the other robots who are apparently all evil and stuff. Yeah. All right. So episode twenty-three opens up with uh, Black Waz doing another recap. Talking about ZO2, Yeah, and I wasn't going to ke- take the time to catch up on 21 and 22, but he's like, there was another form! <laughs> yeah. It's and I was like, oh, okay, I have to watch it now. Yeah, no, 21 and 22 are kind of important. It, yeah, they were freaking awesome, too. Yeah. Zio's getting really good. All right, so after we get Blackwaz, we have uh, Gates is alone with owner in the shop. Cause Sogo is going and taking makeup exams, and Tsukiyomi has disappeared for mysterious circumstances that we'll learn later. <sighs> I'm I'm not pleased with how Tsukiyomi has gone. We'll get to that. I I don't know. I'm probably I I think it's interesting because she's been so passive up until this point. It isn't. If it hadn't been where she just kind of has been doing nothing and had no re- well, actually no. Now I'm talking through it. And thinking about it more, the more I'm like, eh, kind of, it's okay, it makes sense. We're not there yet. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, she was like, well, he doesn't really seem like the sort of person who could be Omazeo. Yeah. Now that she's seen definitive proof that, like, actually he could be. She's like, that's it, fuck it, no more of this nice guy shit. She was working under entirely of the belief that, yeah, no, it's just by meeting him, or it's, she, I don't know what she thought, that he had, she had seen him turn into Zio, and she's like, "No, but no, he doesn't have the right set of powers." Yeah, maybe. Is when he gets the t- when he gets the power to manipulate time, it's kind of terrifying, right? Maybe it was just maybe it was a combination of her thinking he didn't have the right personality and his powers weren't really astro- like supposed to be like what Zio's powers are supposed to be. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so this intro little bit is. Uh, Gate's getting told that Sogo is going doing an exam, and we get to see a robot that becomes important throughout this- a little toy robot that becomes important that says will be the king on the back that's written in, like, sharpie. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, Sogo is extremely confident in this exam he is initially taking, or he has taken in the past, because he can see the future now, and he's like, oh, I totally know everything that's gonna be on the test, this is gonna be easy. And then he gets a 14. Uh, so he gets the test, yeah, he gets the test, and, and he doesn't know anything that's on it. Yeah, and it's, I like this little call where it's, he's taking a makeup exam, because he's spending all his time being common writer Zio and not going to school? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, dude, you're not gonna graduate. <laughs> right, because, uh, yeah, at the beginning of the show they mentioned that he was, like, fairly dedicated to his studies, because, like... He thought that he, he had to do good in school if he ever wanted to like be a king, like he wants to be. Yeah, he hadn't. He wasn't doing like the college preparatory stuff, but he was passing his classes. Right, right, yeah. I mean, Sogu is clearly not the most intelligent person. Like no. he, he's a he's a feeler, not a thinker. He is not common writer build level genius. Right. He, he's a, a pretty normal high school kid. It seems like, other than the wanting to be a kid thing king thing yeah so sogo tries to study and he promptly falls asleep and starts having another dream where he wakes up in what seems to be like a a, a bit of a rustic japan like outside of a dagashi right right and he he tries to buy some candy and the little old lady that owns the shop her eyes glow red after asking him, are you a human or are you a machine? And then it's old lady fighting time. <laughs> yeah. He replies, uh, a human, I think. Assuming that's the correct answer. It is not the correct answer. Yeah. It's their eyes flash red and they, they're they like, they're the sound effects of them moving are all like, they sound like mechanical parts and pistons. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, they're called human noise. We are going to find out in a little bit. And their 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 movements are very piston sounding. When Common Writer Kick is introduced, his his machine movements sound more servo-like, yeah. in my opinion. But you know. <laughs> I also do like how the these humanoids things, the way they attack, they're not like I mean, it may just be that these are actors in their forties and fifties and they can't shift around that well, but I do like how they attack. They just kind of seem to be throwing their limbs. They're not, like, right. punching and kicking. They're just kind of like, I need to hit you with my arm. That's a good point. I hadn't really thought about that. But, yeah, they're not kung fu masters. They're just stronger than regular people because they're robots. Yeah, and that, that, that comes up later when the thing happens with Kikai. He's just kind of throwing himself around instead of actually fighting like he is now. But we'll get there. His little transformation thing is he pulls out a tiny little golden wrench. It's very cute. A tiny little golden wrench and a tiny little screwdriver. Right, and he, like, tosses them both up in the air and then slides them into his belt. Which looks suspiciously like a Zeo belt. It does kind of look like a a time-space driver. Yeah, it looks like a space-time driver. It's... And it is either that, hey, we just, we need a belt for this suit that we're going to use for two episodes. Right. Or, if it comes with the suspicions that Tsukiyomi has later, it may be that Zio is mentally influencing this and creating this. Right, right. And he just gave it the type of technology that he's familiar with. Yeah, and he just thought about that. Yeah, so we get to see the transformation of Kamen Rider Kikai, it's awesome, he's all yellow and robotic, and, well, it's not yellow, it's golden. It's gold and reds, and his mask is two wrenches in an X. K- Kikai means machine, in case uh, you didn't mm-hmm. know that, so he's literally Kamen Rider machine. That is the theme of this hypothetical Kamen Rider show. He's a body of steel and a fire in my heart, Common Rider Kikai. It's so cool. He's so cool. I don't want a series about him. He actually seems really retro. Like he seems kind of like a like a little bit of a callback to the Showa style of writers. It, it does. He because the Showa style, I believe, like every single one of them was a cyborg. Yeah, they were like cyborgs, and the original guy was like built by the evil organization, but turned good. Yeah he he was he was kidnapped and experimented on and turned into a wind powered cyborg. But before they could install, like, the programming on him, he broke out. Right, right. So this seems like it might be sort of a callback to that, which is cool. Which, yeah, that's really neat. Yeah. So we go through our intro. It's, uh, it's still good. We get to see little clips of the Kikai and stuff. Okay, it, it come it comes up a little bit a- after the next episode. Well, some stuff that happens in both of these. I noticed a thing in the intro that didn't really seem that relevant before, but um, there's a bit when Tsukiyomi walks down the stairs, <gasps> a set of stairs, oh. past, past the other timejackers, and they all disappear, and she's still standing there. I didn't. Yeah. So I maybe a thing. You see where I'm going with this? <laughs> Hmm, that's interesting. I have no, but that, that's cool. I'm very I- curious if they're gonna go there. Yeah. All right, so we come back from our intro and we get to see Common Rider Kick Eye fight. Uh, it's real cool. This is a good fight. Um, I don't know. It's just a fight, and he gets to use one of his one of his multiple finishers. K- Kick Eye gets so many finishing attacks. Usually, everyone gets gets to show off one attack, but he does. Like, at least three? I mean, Shinobi got a bunch, too. That's true. Hmm. I don't know. The new writers are special. They get to look extra cool. He finishes them off, and then Sogo's, Sogo is even just like, what, what the hell is it, this? And then everything starts vibrating. And his cell phone is ringing on the table in reality. Yes, so he wakes up, because Gates is calling. Yeah, Gates is apparently calling him, well, he's in the middle of fighting another rider. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's on his in-suit phone, like, dude, there's another rider that showed up, come fight him, please. Yeah, he's kicking Gates' ass. And so, yeah, we get to see another Kikai that we don't know that it's, it's not announced that it's another Kikai yet, but he immediately uses the same special attack. Yeah, literally as soon as Soga walks up, he does the same electric uh, spin kick move that regular Kikai had done in the dream. And he- Kikai looks like- it looks like it's made out of wood. Right, he looks like some sort of wood demon thing? Um, it makes me think of, like, <sighs> wooden training dolls? Uh, or god, what's the name of the wooden training doll from Tekken? Oh, oh, um, I don't remember what that thing's called. Doesn't it start with an M? Mokuja, Mokujin. Mokujin. Maybe that is what this is supposed to be a reference to. Maybe. I was thinking it looked more like some of the, like, the wooden monsters in, uh, Shin Megami Tensei, so I didn't know if this was, like, some sort of folklore link to a machine that I don't know about. There may be, it's probably that. I mean, the Mokujin thing, like, that's not too far off. It does kinda look like that. Well possible so i mean what it really looks like to me is illustrations of pathfinder characters who are wearing uh the wood like ironwood armor yeah that's what it really looks like yeah it does it looks just like ironwood not that it does him much good because zeo er, sogo shows up transforms into zeo two in this fight and apparent a, a i guess gates has been fighting and hasn't been doing that well and this is showing just how much stronger Zeo 2 is than Gates is at the moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zeo 2 just wrecks shop every time he does anything. Yeah, because another Kikai knocks Gates away and then tries to do a rider kick special strike. And Zeo just pulls out his new sword and does a slash and just goes, Nah. Yeah, he does the... I, his moves are like more samurai style now, I feel like. Yeah, it almost like he he does this Iaiju, I think it's called Iaijutsu yes. thing where he, it looks like he's sheathing his sword even though he doesn't have a sheath. Yeah. And he just does one swipe and then it just wrecks the another Kikai monster. Yeah, another Kikai collapses and explodes into apparently a bundle of sticks. Right. And there's no host and they're very confused about this. Uh, yeah, but we do see a couple of the sticks, uh, turn into a weird beetle-like thing, skidder away, grab onto a tree, and turn back into another geek eye. Yes. And Sogo, of course, left. He's like, alright, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go study again. Yeah, they both stopped paying attention in time to not see that. Okay, they were like, we totally won! Okay, bye! (laughs) So we get the new tree thing go away, and then we get to see the time jackers all talking to each other, doing like, did, did you make this? No, did. Did you make this? Schwartz, y- Schwartz, you weirdo, did you make this? No. Then who the fuck made this? Right, right. Uh, which, yeah, I, I, uh, legit thought that it was Schwartz for a while, but. Yeah, no, that was my assumption. Yeah, and, cause he just does that kind of underhanded shit sometimes. Yeah, I, th- I mean, he does, but I thought they were gonna turn around and he was gonna be like, yeah, no, it was me. <laughs> yeah, none of them did it. I, I don't believe Tsukiyomi's explanation that she gives later. I think it's something else. At the end of the next episode, she hypothesizes that, that Sogo dreamed this into reality. Yeah, which I don't... Or or he dreamed it back into the present from the future. He's apparently he has the power to completely control time. I, whatever. Which, I don't know. I mean, maybe. But So, Sogo is studying... So Sogo falls back asleep and goes back to his dream and he comes back in media res and like apparently his body's been moving. And he's been following around common rider Kikai. Who knows. Who is a guy named Rento, yes. who wears all denim. He, he he and it makes him look incredibly like blue collarish. Yeah. He's got on like a yellow turtleneck denim. D- jeans, a denim jacket, black full gloves, and his weird belt that has the uh, wrench activation unit for his transformation. Right. And he has a really prominent chin and a bowl cut. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, every time he's moving, there's servo noises to make... Right. It constantly does little... <inaudible> noise. <laughs> it's really cute. It's very cute. Yeah. And he greets Sogo as if he knows Sogo. It's kind of interesting. And there are implications that are that are uh hinted at later, but we'll see. So a bunch of kids show up. They apparently know Rinto. Yeah, and they're like and they're like, "Hey, charge up. Do the charge up thing." Do, do the do the super cool thing." He's like, "Well, you know, like I've been fighting, so I guess I better so he he crosses his arms. There's like a, a tech flash, and he holds his arms up to the sky. And we zoom out to a satellite orbiting the Earth that, that shoots blue lasers at him. And this apparently charges him up. Which it's apparently focused solar energy that charges him. So he's solar powered, but he can't just sit in the sun. He has to get shot with a laser. I guess it wouldn't be enough solar energy if he just laid around. Yeah. And then we get Kikai explaining everything to Sogo while the kids just stand in the back saying nothing and moving not at all, which, (laughs) well, it is Sogo's dream. Yeah. They're not the focus there. And, And we learn that the time period for Kikai is 2121, 100 years in the future. Right. And Sogo accurately points out, this looks a lot like the past for being a hundred years in the future. Well, see, here's the thing. So the robots won, and we're in a human preserve to preserve a dying species. (laughs) Right. Except there are robots that want to kill humans. Yeah, they don't really go into it, but I guess there must be some sort of factional conflict among the robots. Some of them want to uh, completely eliminate humanity. And we get to see a zoomed-out picture of the Earth, where there's just, like, a walled-off area that's a human preserve, and the rest is, like, Tron. Right, yeah, everything else is in this huge honeycomb grid thing. And, uh, yeah, there's just giant concrete walls around the tiny bit of the Earth. Yes. That, uh, apparently looks like rural Japan. Yep. And... Kikai is going to take these kids to this rendezvous point because the remaining humans are going to be banding together and fighting back against the robots. Right. So, how much did you know this was a trap immediately? Oh, I, yeah. As soon as it's like as as soon as it's sitting there on a public radio broadcasting a meeting point, it's like, okay, all the fighters of the resistance come to this meeting point. Right here. Yes, this one. Right here. We're broadcasting on a completely unsecured channel that anyone could hack into, but this is where we should meet. Right. Yeah, I've I've seen post-apocalyptic fiction before. You can't fool me, Zio. Yeah. (laughs) So, but yeah, they're kind of just chatting for a while until some more humanoids show up with gardening tools and uh, want to murder them all again. Yeah, and this conversation they're having, it's... I'm not sure if they're trying to elude to, like, people of different, like, I'm not sure if they're trying to allude to the fact that, oh, yeah, no, well, I'm pretty sure, but you can, don't worry, Sogo, you can still be friends with uh, people that are entirely different than you. You can still be allies with them, even if they want to come back in the past and kill you. (laughs) Right, yeah, because the conversation ends when Sogo's like, well, you're a machine, like, implying, like, oh, well, you know, you're working against your own type of people to help others. Yeah. And then then the evil robots show up, and, you know, Kikai has to go all Kikai again and, and punch them all. Yep, and we, we get to see a new finisher that uh, Sogo is like, wait a minute, I saw another, I saw that another rider do that same attack. I think it's this, I think they're connected. Yeah, and I actually really like this one, because when he charges it up, his body starts to emit snowflakes that are made out of little, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, sprockets? Yeah, it's real good. (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're like little hexagon arranged, uh, no, ratchets. They're they're like a ratchet wrench. Yes. Yeah, and (laughs) it's kind of adorable. Yep. The attack isn't cold-themed, but he just emits ratchet snowflakes when he does it. Strange. So, Kikai defeats a couple- two of the robots, and then Shogo gets- Sogo gets smacked in the face with a shovel, and knocked out of the dream. Right. <laughs> that looks like it really hurt. I de- was definitely wondering a little bit, like, um, Sogo, you wanna armor up there? I don't think he- un- I don't think he accepts that he can- could- I think he's still in the thing of, like, oh, it's a dream, I don't have my driver. He's not doing the- Oh wait, I'm. I'm. It's a lucid dream, so I can totally just do whatever I want. <laughs> Unless he's actually seeing the future, and I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I, I, the impli- I feel like they're definitely implying that this is legitimately the future, because uh, that's what White was like. Said the three watches came from future writers, and I, I think the whole Gates revive thing wouldn't work otherwise. Yeah, it's just, I'm wondering if, because, so way back in the beginning when we saw that, um, statue that was like, oh, the, this is the anniversary of Shogo's, Sogo's first transmi- transformation. Here are all the writers that are a part of him. Right. We've got all these extra writers that were not shown at all. So either it's just, you know, propaganda that was put in on this way, or we're already in a different timeline. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. I mean, I guess in the original Zeo timeline, nobody brought those writers back into the present, so... Yeah. They just, it just never came up. And then he wiped out humanity or whatever before... Yeah. They had the chance to arise. I guess we'll see. So, Zio. Sogo runs off after waking up because, I don't know, he feels in the force that Gates is fighting. And Gates is fighting another Kikai and uses Phi's armor to defeat him. Poor Garrett not being here and getting to see Phi's armor. <laughs> it's only a second of Phi's armor, though, but it is pretty neat. It's enough to use the ultimate and defeat another Kikai and let the little bug scramble away again. Yeah, he uses his big computer pointer kick and, uh, yeah... Flashes through the guy canceling him. And Sogo runs up immediately after Explode Up. He's like, Oh cool! So you you fought another Kikai, right? Another what? Oh yeah, another Kikai. I saw it in it's 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 common writer Kikai. I saw it in a dream. He's from the future. You what? (laughs) (laughs) And just (laughs) Gates' response is dude, shut up and go study. You have to pass your- Stop screwing around. (laughs) You have to pass your classes. What is this with this future rider bullshit? Get out of here. So Sogo runs off, and immediately- Oh, hey, look, it's the two new best pals. Tsukiyomi and White Waz. Tsukiyomi has completely flipped, and she immediately starts going, Hey, what are you still doing around Sogo? He's gonna be Omazeo. He's terrible. You know we have to murder him, right? Yeah, we have to murder him. We have to kill him and stop him. We can't do that. I, oh man. I, the more I just let this sit and think, the more I, the less I'm getting frustrated at this heel turn. I think it's, I was frustrated because it doesn't feel like she doesn't really have any grounding because all she's been doing is sitting on the side and going, oh, oh, but I guess Sogo's time manipulation scared her that much. I I guess I kind of see that, like, everything that had been happening up until the Mirror episode had been kind of going in the direction of confirming that Sogo wasn't a similar person to Omazeo, but then once she realized, like, wait a minute, he absorbed his own darkness and now he has time manipulation powers? Holy shit. He accepts that he's human and has evil inside of him. That means he's bad and he's going to be evil he persona forward and himself <laughs> yeah i guess i assume you guys talked about that <laughs> yeah a little bit yeah we were making jokes about it being phantom and everything so this ends off with tsukiyomi being like oh our only choice is we have to beat Zo- we have to kill sogo to defeat omazio and this transitions into a much more lighthearted scene where <laughs> it cuts to sogo studying intensely he now has his eyes taped open and then just next to him, uh, he, well, he starts to smell something good, and then next to him is Gates, wafting several canisters of lavender towards him. He's, like, got- he's got things of lavender oil and incense and the actual flowers, and he's sitting there with a lamp- a flat fan going, Hey, this is lavender. It's supposed to make you relax and go to sleep. Go the fuck to sleep so we can get some information on Kikai. Go to sleep! So, uh, yeah, goes like- ah. Shut up, I can't just fall asleep. That's, it's hard to do. And then Gates turns around, says something, and he immediately falls asleep. <laughs> He's like, why are you so insistent on this? And Gates remembers Tsukiyomi and then turns around and thinks about it. And yes, and then he turns back and Sogo is instantly asleep. <laughs> right. He, he doesn't want to say, look, if you don't figure this out, Tsukiyomi's going to murder you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's just, it's just important, okay? Just You gotta fall asleep. So Sogo wakes back up in the dream, being patted by an increasingly, uh, increasingly worried Rento, who's patting him on the shoulder saying his name. Because by Rento's idea, Sogo just got smacked in the face with a shovel, so it may have given him a concussion. <laughs> I I do really like that uh, since Rento is a robot, he doesn't actually know what to do other than tap him and repeatedly say his name. He's repeatedly saying his name, slowly getting louder and slowly tapping him (coughs) harder and harder. Right? He's like, if this doesn't work, I don't have a plan B. Yeah. (laughs) So Rento is low on energy because of the fight, so he has to recharge again. And he goes out and recharges, except it's a red beam this time. And it looks like it's hurting him, and there's beeping and blooping noises, and oh, there's lightning, and oh no! Rento gets force-changed into Common Rider Kikai, and it looks uh, he's screaming in pain as it happens. They shot him with an evil laser! Yes, and the shock of this causes Sogo to wake up. Right, right. Which is, like, the worst time to wake up. This is exactly when he needs to find out what's going on. This is literally the most important time. And then it cuts back to Tsukiomi and Gates coming up- or Tsukiomi and White Waz coming up on Gates fighting another Kikai. And Tsukiyomi is just like, no, Gates, stop. Stop fighting. We have to kill Omazeo. <laughs> yeah, she says, you need to accept that we have no other options. White Waz is our only hope. And he looks so goddamn smug. White Waz looks super smug every time he shows up. Now that someone is agreeing with him. this entire set of two episodes, his smug is set to max. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. It's cut. Yeah, it's pretty funny, but <laughs> yeah. So we get Waz Shinobi and Ghost Gates fighting another Kikai, and they. I mean, they blow him up and knock him off a bridge. Oh, hey, there's there's Sogo running up. Right, Fault collapses right in front of Sogo. He looks up on the bridge and he looks at Gates and Sukiomi and Boaz and they, they're all oh, everybody's making names or everybody's making faces. <laughs> and Gates, like, hey, did you find out what's going on with him? No, but let me beat them. Let me beat him right here for now, okay? So I'll help. He transforms into ZO2, and again we get to see where White Waz and Gates had to fight another Kikai together, and it was still they kind of just slightly o- they they overcame him, but it was still a challenge. ZO2 just completely bodies another Kikai. Each of his strikes are causing big explosions, and it's just another Kikai runs up, tries to attack ZO, just slaps it away, and bam, bam slap the ba, bam Ultimately, so he knocks another Kikai away. Another Kikai whips out his special move he hasn't done before. He has Dr. Octopus tentacles that come out of his hands and shoots them at, at Zeo, grabs his arms, and Zeo just like, whatever. He summons both of his swords, and they just cut through the yeah. tentacles and fly into his hands. So, this ends with Zeo using the King's Kashinked Slash. King's Giddy Giddy Slash and this causes uh, another Kikai to fall apart and we see the little we see Zeo look into the future and he we see Schwartz putting the little wood bug into Udo's face and he comes back into the past and it's the wood bug skitters away and Schwartz grabs it he's like oh I'm going to take the power for this I'm going to use it and he puts it on Uru's face. <laughs> and U- <laughs> Yeah, uh, Zio, you're supposed to do something about it when you see the future happen? Yeah. And, he, and Uru is even like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I, this, what? No, stop. And I do like that Zio tells Uru to run. Yeah, yeah. So Udo gets used as the catalyst for another Kikai instead of a tree. And, I mean, looks the same, except now we get to hear... Uh, Uru kind of groaning in pain as they move around. Right. Uh, does he also have more metal parts under the ar- under the tree armor? May I think it may be a darker color. Yeah. Let me go. I'm gonna scroll back to any last. No, it's it's the same. Yeah, it's still the same. He just glows blue occasionally now. Yep. Uru smacks the ground with tentacles and flies off with hand jets. Uh everyone is appropriately frustrated, like, oh, you'd use your friend? And Schwartz is like, so, now that we've used, now that I use Udu as the base, this will probably, this will stabilize the power of the another rider, and so this will make the another Kikai watch. Alright, it's gonna be a race to see who gets it first. See ya! Right. I, I am not entirely clear what Schwartz wants here. Like, why does he need it to be a watch? Uh, because the watches are where the power of the writer is from it's where it comes from. I don't know why I don't know why he wants the actual Kikai watch, though I think okay i, I think it what might be going on is they need it to be in a watch, so the contracting timejacker has some level of control over the another writer. that seems to be kind of what is implied by the fact that he even cares about there being a watch. yeah, I'm not sure. we don't even really get a full an- answer yet yeah I mean otherwise, like why they wouldn't care if unless it had something to do with uh their making a king thing yep so Schwartz walks off uh the camera cuts, and we see that Oro has been standing on the bridge that everyone came down off of, and she looks upset and like worried and actually like human for a minute right, right, and then she walks off. Uh, yeah, they got me with this one. I legit thought that she was mad at Swartz for uh messing with her friend for a minute there. Yeah, we learn later that no, she's not. But it, she she's she tries to manipulate by being a bit more human. And White was uh leaves, going, hey, come on, Sukiomi and Gates, and Sukiomi leaves, and Gates is the last one to leave, kind of staring wistfully at Zio before he leaves. Yeah, and Blackwise gives a speech about, yes, now you are isolated from your friends. This will make you become even more powerful and evil. So you you have to walk a lonely road, the only road the world you've ever known. <laughs> he does literally say that, and I also thought of that song. <laughs> yeah, but it's Blackwise talking about this is this loneliness is what will spur you on to greater power and greater heights. Which, um Nah, I don't I don't believe it. But I do love the crazy eyes that Waz, Black Waz is given, as it does a slow zoom in on his face talking about this, and White Waz is fantastic, smug, Black Waz is fantastic, insane, uh, (laughs) true believer. Right. It's, it's real good. Yeah, before the episode cuts out, we zoom back into Sogo's dream one more time to see him, uh, he's watching Kikai transform into evil Kikai. And then he starts moving all jerky, like a robo zombie, and does the "Are you a machine or human?" thing, and then the episode ends. Yeah, I do. It's it. I do like it's the it's the movement of the program does not have full control over the body; it's just tossing bits around. Yeah, yeah, it looks real good, and that's the end of episode twenty-three. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, I really like that one. I'm I I I want to see. I don't want to see a series of *Common Rider* Kikai, but I want to see a movie. Wasn't uh, wasn't this really similar to the plot of uh, *Power Rangers RPM* or something? Maybe I know there was there was one Power Rangers season that was set in like a domed city in a post-apocalypse where there were a bunch of robots trying to eliminate the human race. Yeah, I think that is RPM. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, I guess they did something similar to that at one point. Yep. I don't know if the Sentai was, had that plot at all, but, you know, hey. We'll see. Uh, Well, I don't know. We won't. I mean, unless we watch it at some point. Yeah, we would have to. Unless unless we insert Sentai into this podca- this decade-long podcast. <laughs> M- maybe if Garrett was here, he would know. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that'll be the second decade, as we're going to go through the entirety of Sentai. <laughs> wow. That would be a lot. Yeah. No, that's a terrible idea. Um, all right. Moving on to episode 24, Best Friend 2121. Uh, this opens up with Blackwaz snoozing and then being woken up and giving his, his, a uh, little, uh, overview <laughs> of the episode. Oh, yeah. And for a while I was suspecting that, like, okay, Blackwaz hasn't been in this episode yet. Maybe he's the one who created the weird little bug thingy? But in the intro, he says that neither he nor the jackers or Whitewaz did it, so... Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it has to be Tsukiyomi's idea, but man, I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, uh, it might not be. Uh, we know Obazio exists in the future. Sogo met him at one point. We don't actually have a confirmation on what it is. Uh, it could be one of the evil writers in the future sending crap back to mess with them. Yeah. Or, you know, if Gates Revive has time powers, then he could be time looping this to make sure that he exists in the past. That's true. Alright, well, either way, we come, after Black Waz, we get to see another Kikai attacking Sogo. Or, we get to see Kikai, uh, now controlled Kikai attacking Sogo. And Sogo's not doing great. (laughs) He, like, gets- uh, he gets gut-punched a couple times and punched across the face, and it's just him getting beat up, and then we go into the intro. Yeah, he- he doesn't want to fight his- his nice machine buddy. Yes, I- I wouldn't either. Rento is a good boy. He's so nice. He just wants- he wants to protect the kids. But yeah, he's, uh, just punching the crap out of Sogo. It looks pretty bad. And, uh, it ends with, like, a punch across the jaw, which I guess wakes him- which I guess knocks him out and knocks him back into the real world, which we don't see just yet. Because when we come back from our intro, we are (laughs) somewhere- (laughs) I don't know- I don't know- it's- I guess it may be White Waz's hideout, which- Looks to be like a room in some tunnels underground that he's made into a faux dining room. It looks like a dimly lit basement of a YMCA or something. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's this there's this really long table with this really nice spread with some I think some margarita pizzas and some cookies and a really nice salad and some pasta and a steak. And Tsukiyomi and Gates are sitting there, each with an empty plate in front of them, staring at the table with this kind of defeated look on their face. And White Waz at the server like, oh, here is your dinner. You can begin now. Nobody speaks. Oh, you want to eat in silence? How bad of me. Let me just leave. And he just smugs out of the scene. Just walks away. <laughs> so that Gates and Tsukiyomi can start arguing. Where Tsukiomi's like, no, but White was though, so we can kill all Muzio. Gates is properly like, girl, girl. You're really gonna trust him? You're gonna trust? <laughs> he clearly has ulterior motives. Yeah, and she's, and she has the kind of legitimate reasoning of you. You you see how powerful ZO2 is, right? You do not stand a chance. We have no other options at this point if we want to defeat and kill Zio. Right. And I mean, her argument kinda makes sense. Like, if there's a if there's a good chance that um uh, he's gonna turn into Oma Zio and destroy all of time, then yeah, that's an extremely high level of threat to take a risk on. And even at this level, he is still demonstrably demonstrably Significantly more powerful than both Common Rider Gates and White Watt Common Rider Waz. Oh yeah, they don't hold a candle to him anymore. And when White Waz showed up, he was way stronger than them. Yeah, it's he w- he would defeat them handily at the moment. So it's kind of nuts that, that ZO2 is such a power up. But this is all presupposing under the idea that yeah, no Sogo is totally going to become Omazio, which. Nah. <laughs> not if he has good friends and retainers with him. It's not going to work. But we'll see. I want to I am I'm, I'm excited to see more of this show. Right. Uh so we get to see a short little scene of Udu kind of like, "No. Why would you do this, Schwartz?" Ah, transform into Kikai. Before we get Whitewaz walking around in the snow, because I guess he just completely left the building after nobody was talking to him. And Aura shows up and is like, hey, we should team up, because, yeah, that's a good idea. After accusing him. Well, initially, yeah, initially she thinks that Waz brought this writer back into the present. And when he's like, uh, I definitely didn't, uh, she's like, okay, well, let's team up. To, uh, deal with this situation, then. And Whitewaz is like, no, but... But what do you actually want, though? And this is where she got me. She... Oro looks at Whitewaz and has this actual kind of look of anguish on her face. Of, please save Uda. Schwartz is just going to use her as a puppet. Or, Schwartz is gonna... Schwartz is going to... What is... Schwartz is gonna use them as a puppet. I feel like we still don't, we don't know what Or's gender is, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I think it's he. Well, she does, oh, she just says it with, help hoodoo, and then it fades to black, and we see, we get to hear the kids calling for Sogo, and Sogo wakes up after being, after being knocked the fuck out to the kids in the area, and he's like, oh no, Rento went berserk, I gotta go find him, and the kids are like. All right, we have to go find him, too. No, don't do it. He'll kill you. No, but he's our friend, though. But he's just a machine. No, but he's more than a machine. He's our friend, though. He's also our friend. So he'll be able to fight. And Sogo's like, all right, you know what? I believe. And I I feel like at this point, Sogo's like, wait, this is the sort of argument that I would usually make. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's It's literally like, we, he may be different. He was a humanoid once, but we became friends. And we were enemies that became friends. And Sogo thinks about Tsukiyomi, who never did anything. And Gates, who actually is a good, true friend and is trying to help him and convince him. He's like, all right, cool, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go do this thing. Let's go find him. And then he wakes up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought this was where the kids said the BFF thing, but that's not for a little bit still. No, not yet. He wakes up, because Gates is calling his name. <laughs> so goes like, even like, dude, I was doing what you asked of me. Why'd you wake me up? You have company. And we go out to the front of the store, where owner is trying to count for how many people want coffee or tea, and is trying to ask what people want and be a good host and nobody's responding and it's just this big awkward energy in the room that he immediately runs away from. <laughs> right. It, yeah, Aura says, "I'll take whatever coffee or tea." And I like how he says, "Uh, it's always a problem when someone says that," <laughs> which is like super passive aggressive. It is. Out in the white out in the front hall is Aura Whitewaz, and Sukiomi. Yeah, so we're having a five-person consultation now. Yes, it's basically coming down where White was like, "Oh, Udo came to me and was crying, and you know she wants help, and she'll you need to say or you need to say Ordo what you want or else I'll say it for you He's being such a dick here <laughs> he is i mean she she is actually lying to them, but I mean he's st- you yeah, know she is he doesn't know that, so he's being a dick yeah he she is one hundred percent being a just Complete, total liar. She's like, no, but Schwartz is going to use Uru as a puppet, and that's bad. Please save Uru. And everyone's like, oh. Yeah, Gates sidles up to the counter and sarcastically is like, you want us to help one of our enemies? <laughs> He's like, you li- wait, what? Seriously? You asking this? And, Gate- and Sogo is, of course, like, no, dudes. This will totally work if we all work together. And use friendship. Friendship and teamwork. Oh, yeah. So, everyone leaves. And Owner ex- and owner comes back out with all the tea. And everyone, left, everyone has left except Tsukiyomi. And, and Sogo. He's sleeping on the table. Sogo has fallen back asleep. They, they stacked all the lavender around him again. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. And Tsukiyomi has something very important to talk to Owner about. But we'll get there in a moment, because we have to go back to Sogo's dream. Yes, in the dream slash future, they are in a junkyard that is apparently where the radio message had been directing them to. Yeah, either Sogo fell asleep and started walking with the kids, or his dream started in Media Res again. Right. So they they come up to Radio Hope and come up to the door, and they call. He's like, "Hey, is anyone here?" And the door opened, and these smiling men come out. He's like, "Oh, are you humans?" Yeah, we're humans. Did Rento come by? Or are you machines? Oh, who knew that the completely unsecured broadcast was a trap? <laughs> I mean they they were children. I'm not I don't like I'm not mad at them for falling for it. No, I'm not. It's just kinda not surprising. As a viewer, yes, I've seen this before, so you know. So they start attacking and Sogo Attempts to turn into Common Rider ZO2, and something happens, which I think will be a thing later, just because we're getting... They're, they're placing the Chekhov's gun on the table at this moment, and they're going to come back to it later. Yeah, th- that the uh, watch can be knocked out of his hand, and he can't really do much about that. A- after he separated the ZO2 watch to try and transform, half of it got knocked out of his hand. And he's immediately able to run over and pick it up and transform into ZO2, but now that we know it can be knocked out of his hand. So that's totally gonna happen later I'm really wondering if he can still use the armors with uh z o two yeah i well, yes, I know that there are, i because of the toy reviewer I watch, I know there are it combine like the 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 dark side watch can combine with other watches, i think is how it goes. So he needs to be Z-O-2, and then put the Decade Watch in there, and then put another watch in there. Yes. So, Sogo fights and defeats the human noises, and they blow up, and then Kamen Rider Kikai jumps down from above, and where previously Kikai was, you know, beaten up on Sogo, now again, it's not really a challenge. Z-O-2 just kind of takes it. Mm-hmm. And this this is the very, very obvious one where it kind of just looks like common Rider Kikai's body is just being thrown around and not actually controlled. Right. Yeah, he activates his uh, snowflake power, and instead of doing, like, the precise punch that he did the first time, he kind of does, like, this running flail move. Yeah. And then, yeah, ZO2 just knocks, it, like, just hits him in the solar plexus right in the middle of his swing, and he... Uses his own special move and just goes, no. (laughs) Yeah, and he just falls down on his knees, like he's been turned off. It causes Kikai to, like, deactivate. So we go back out of Zio's dream, where Owner and Tsukiyomi are having a chat. And Tsukiyomi is basically doing the reveal of, hey, I I guess they'd moved in at some point, because I get, well, no, that was shown early on. Yeah, I mean, they've been living there since, like, episode two or three or something. Yeah. But Tsukiyomi is telling Owner that, hey, actually, Gates and I are going to be moving out. Um, So, you know, thank you for everything. And Owner reveals to her, actually, you know what, I should be thanking you, because ever since you got here and have been friends with Sogo, um, he's been, like, a different person and has been having a great time. Because you know that all that King talk? He's been like that ever since he was a kid, and it basically made it so he had no friends because everybody teased him. Yeah, I mean, in the first episode, we saw him interacting with a few other kids who seemed to be friendly with him, but yeah, I guess the implication is that, like, he's never really had, like, real close friends until now. Yeah, it's, they've been friendly classmates, but it was, you know, the type of people you see at school and talk with, and then a year out of school, you don't remember their name. Yeah, yeah, that's believable. And we get to see that, uh, because, you know, Sogo was talking about when he was a king, there, there's this toy robot that he used to say was his only friend, and written on the back of the toy robot is, will be the king. And, oh man, that toy robot has some wrenches on its face that, <hmm. <laughs> that's a bit suspicious. Yeah, yeah, it does have, uh, two wrenches on his face. Yeah, it's, it it is... There are design elements on the robot that are suspiciously reminiscent of Kikai. While still looking like an extremely retro 1950s robot toy. Yeah. So we go back to the dream, where Sogo has found the kids, and the kids are now like, "I I guess friendship wasn't enough. I guess Rento really is just a robot. And Sogo's like, no, see, I'm fighting with my friends, too, but you have to believe. And says, so I'm, I'm fighting with them, but I believe that we'll still be friends at the end of it. You just, you just gotta believe! Right, and yeah, the kid says, oh, like, we'll be the BFF. And goes like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, and they are, they are specifically saying it in English. It's, it's we'll be the BFF. Um... And they're like, oh yeah, no, that's that's what Rento said one time. Sugi- Sogo apparently makes th- makes this to mean that that's the password for Common Writer Kika. Hey? Yeah, because he's a robot, he has an access password that's like a master reboot. So if you do it, it'll work. And it is this was like the one bit in the episode where I'm like, that is a massive logic leap. Yeah, that's um okay. Sogo, it's it's literally just he's a robot. And robots are like computers. And computers have passwords. (laughs) So it's a password for Kikai. It's a villain solution by free association. (laughs) It's will be the BFF. All right, I'm going to run off and do it. And uh, Tsukiyomi is looking looking at him like, will be the BFF? And she looks down at will be the king, and she's looking suspicious. But now we get to go on to our final fight. Which is a good ten minutes, and is... Man, I love this end scene. This is good. This is real good. I love the... I really love the smooth movements that uh, White Waz does. Because whenever he... Whenever he goes from... Into Kamen Writer Waz... Or whenever he does a power-up, he always does this one pose. That he, like... The the suit actor, like, snaps into this salute-style pose. Where he, like, raises his hand up, smacks his belt... And then, like, slowly lowers his arm down. And- That's real good. He's, he's he's got he's got smug flair. <laughs> it's like I don't got to move any faster than this. Yeah, the the suit actor does a good job of conveying how smug the the character is with with no face with no manipulable face. Smug actor ers yes, while being covered in swatches, while being covered in swatches portrays wonderful levels of smug. But yeah, they all transform together. They're standing in line. They haven't done that before. We are out at the Tokusatsu quarry. Tokusatsu quarry, yeah. The Tokusatsu quarry. Um, And yes, we get a lineup of Waz, Zio, or White Waz, Zio, and Gates all doing their transformations all at once. And the teal, pink, and yellow all contrast really nicely. Because I like it a lot. So everybody starts fighting another Kikai, because White Waz had written in the book that Uda, Ura, Ura, whatever, another Kikai, Ura, it's Or <laughs> Ura, had shown up. So everybody starts fighting another Kikai, and as usual, Gates and Waz don't do much, and Zeo just kind of beats everything. Though the fight is really kind of unnecessary, because after they punch him like twice, White Waz says, "Hey, Aura, stop time now, please." <laughs> and time stops just for another Kikai. Zio goes up and puts in the pass, like taps him on the chest, and this big keyboard and screen comes up, and he puts in the password. Will be the Biff, and it's wrong. Wrong password. And Zio gets punched. I do like how the keyboard is, like, hollow projected out of the word Kikai across his, like, breastplate. Yeah. It's kind of a nice touch. So Zio gets blasted away and, like, actually hurt pretty badly. Yeah. This is the first time that another Zio has, like, taken a hit. Or, uh, that Zio 2's taken a hit. Yeah. So, Tsukiyomi runs up and is like, Oh, the is will be the king, Gates. You have to use it. So Gates start going forward and then hesitates and is like, actually, actually, should I actually get the watch? Yeah, is that really a good idea? Is this really a good idea? And then Oro's heel turn happens. (gasps) Gasp! She was lying the entire time. Because Tsukiyomi starts running forward because he's like, fine, fuck it, I'll get the goddamn watch. And then Oro stops time for everybody walks up to another Kikai, and is like, actually, no, here we go. I'm gonna put in the password. I'm gonna be the one to gain this power. Yeah, it turns the Kikai, another Kikai power into a watch, and she immediately just puts it back in Or Yeah, and she just goes to her like, actually, instead of Schwartz, you're gonna be my puppet. Here you go. And Uru transforms back into another Kikai, and it hurts. And, um, then, like, s- Everyone else is still frozen in time. Yeah, no, everyone's still frozen in time. Another Kikai smacks another Waz away and then launches a bunch of missiles that all fire at Tsukiyomi and sh- they kill her. Right. And she screams as she dies. Yeah, she, she just gets blown up screaming and then, like, Gates just has to watch it. He moves slightly and is screaming, Tsukiyomi! Well, he screams Tsukiyomi, and then he just screams, and he's, you know, trying to force against the time stop, and he can't. He's just, it's very good. And then the screen blacks out, and we hear Zio's gong go off the gong gong. Yeah, yeah. The dong noise. And comes back! And it's right before Tsukiyomi has told Gates the password. And she tells him the password. And yeah, they, they had me going for a minute there. I was like, what? Yeah, no, I, I was half-time like, is, is she just dead? <laughs> Whoa, because that's kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty intense. Yeah, I would, I... That would be an interesting end to her character. So, Gates realizes that time rewound. And then Zeo is like, actually, yeah, no, Gates, I rewound time. If you hesitate here, that's what's going to happen. Okay, do it! Go! Get the watch! <laughs> I like that uh, Zeo 2 apparently has uh, Sapphire's power from Steven Universe to share their future vision with somebody else. That's kind of a nice touch. Yeah. So Gates starts running towards another Kikai, and Oro tries to stop time again, and Zeo just shoots her. <laughs> right. <laughs> a couple times. And a- she has some sort of laser shield that blocks the shot, which I was Yeah. Apparently she's able to manifest an energy shield, which is weird. I they hadn't done that before, so it's like, okay. So uh Gates goes up, puts in will be the king, and it causes Waz's future watch to become Kikai. Right, yeah, he has a spare watch that takes on the Kikai powers. He's like, all right, cool, great, this is what we've been seeking. And then we get Waz Kikai. Yeah, he projects future time. I actually really like the transformation sequence, because after the Kikai parts show up on him, there's a bunch of rivets that, like, weld it down into his regular suit. Yeah, it looks... And, like, a bunch of steam that emits. It's pretty neat. It's it's stylish. Yeah. Uh, so, so then he throws another Kikai... uh Toward the camera and they scene change into uh another part of the quarry where apparently there's just a bunch of people standing over there. <laughs> yeah. There there are civilians. That they were apparently fine with the whole huge superpower fight happening twenty feet away. And then This is kinda terrifying. Yeah, this is super creepy. <laughs> Because YWAS sends out this cloud of, like, tools. There's, like, wrenches and pliers. And they float over to the people, the the, the random workers that were standing over and doing things. And they're all freaked out. And then it implants in all of them. And they start acting like the humanoids robots that were in Zio's dream. Right. Yeah, their eyes blink blue instead of red. But otherwise, they move pretty much like the humanoids. Yeah, they're they're being actively puppeted. By White Waz. And it's, um, yeah, he's he's totally a good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we get to see the finishing attack of Waz Kikai, which is he sends out two claws from his shoulders that latch on to another Kikai and drag him toward Waz, and he just pokes him with his spear. Yeah, and then he, like, multi-explodes into gear shapes and yeah. explodes into the air. It's, uh, the, the little, we don't, the watch doesn't get destroyed. Like, the, the, the Another Rider watch doesn't get destroyed, it's the little wood bug that comes off and burns. Right, well, the, the Another Rider watch was never created. Yeah, it was. No, they, that was in the alternate timeline. Oh, right. Shit, you're right. Fuck. All right, cool. Easy to miss, but yeah, that was never created in the prime timeline. So Oro goes up to Uru and is like, We literally gave you all the tools and you still fucked up. Let's go. Yeah, and uh Lord gives her a look like Really? Fuck you <laughs> Yeah, this look of you fucking what bitch? <laughs> like I <laughs> he's seriously considering just walking away from this whole time jacker thing right then and there. <laughs> yeah. But they walk off together. And then, uh, White Waz and Sukiomi leave. And Gates is, of course, looking longingly at Zio. Yep. And Zio just stares off into the, into the Tokukori. Yeah. He's, he, they, uh, the camera zooms out so that he's, like, in a big white frame all by himself. He's very, it's, it, the, it's, it cuts to a back shot. It's, Sogo is just in the bottom center of the frame. And it's just him alone in this quarry after everybody else has walked away. And he looks very, very small and alone, and it's a very good shot. Yeah, it works really well. It's structured really well. And, like, there's no noise going on, there's no music or anything, it's just him. Yeah. But it immediately transitions back into the dream world, where Sogo is walking up to the collapsed form of Kamen Rider Kikai. And he puts in the will-be-the-bff password, and that works with... That works with Rento. And it acts as a reboot, and Rento wakes up, and he's good now. He's playing the Zeo triumphant music. At this point, all the kids t- kind of turn around in unison, and I was like, are they going to reveal they're all robots too? Yeah. But no, it's just like a like a weird, ethereal dream-ending-say-goodbye thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and Rento even goes, oh man, thanks, Sogo. You really are my BFF. And Sogo's like, Wait, wh- what? What are you talking about? But before he gets an answer, everything fades to white as the children and Rento wave at him, smiling. So that's um, what are you talking about? That that's li- that the you are my um. Does does uh, Sogo create Common writer Kikai in the future? For- is is Common writer Kikai just his little robot buddy? Oh, he levels up that, uh, one of the, the little melon bot enough that it turns into a person. Yeah. The melon bot, or it's like based on, I think Kikai is based off of his like toy robot that he wrote, I will be the king, or I will, I will the king. Oh man. If he like, if he gets the, the Kikai watch back at one point and then just like smushes it onto the robot and he turns into Rento. That would kind of be an amazing reveal. A little miniature Rento, that'd be great. Yeah. But uh, Sogo wakes up from this dream, and oh, he actually fell asleep at his makeup makeup exam, which, holy crap, Sogo. <laughs> and the professor standing there didn't wake him up. I love that Sogo wakes up, and he's like, oh no, I fell asleep, and it's, we cut and see the professor, and the professor is like bent over his desk, head in his hands going, this fucking kid, oh my <laughs> god. But apparently Sogo dreamed the answers and did really well. And he got an 82. Right. He, he's super happy when he's going home and he's, he's being smug with Waz. He's like, I, Waz, I passed. That means I get to graduate. This is great. All right, let's go home. They walk off and we get, to, and then it cuts over to, we see Tsukiyomi and Gates watching Sogo walk o- or bike away. And Gates learns how Tsukiyomi learned the real password. And then we get to see Tsukiyomi's theory for what happened. Um, she surmises that this toy robot that Sogo had, where do you think another, where do you think another Kikai came from? I don't think it was an actual future. I think Sogo is just creating futures based off, like, he's creating alternate future realities that he is able to pull power from. And she thinks that he just unconsciously Like, dragged this weird bug, wood bug into reality just by dreaming about it. And created another Kikai, like, on accident. I'm not sure if that makes any sense because the wood bug thing doesn't look anything like anything that Sogo dreamed. That's why, that's why I think it's bullshit. It's like, if that, if that would be, wouldn't he just pull the actual Kikai and not that weird bug thing? I mean, yeah. Like, I, I get... It'd be interesting if, like, like it's... He's mixing up things in his life with, like, this dream of the future he had. But in that case, I think it would be more interesting if it was an actual future that he was getting mixed up with his present. But, yeah. Like, I I don't know. Tsukiyomi's theory doesn't seem, like, like, super like that's what's going on here. Yeah. But it's enough to convince Gates that, uh... Well, somewhat... Yeah, yeah. Well, White Waz walks up. He's got the three future watches. He holds them in a triangle, and they like laser each other and spawn in a new watch that's apparently the Gates Revive watch. That's just like a sand to- a sand stopwatch. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's got an hourglass on it, but it doesn't have any sand in it. So yeah. yeah. And as Gates is looking at this. It cut- uh, the camera cuts in a sweep to Schwartz on top of the building. He's like, well, I guess it's time to use this. And he's holding a watch in his hand, and it pans over to this watch, and it's another Zio. Yeah, it's Zio 2019, and it's actually a really creepy face. Yeah, it's- it's like a- a bare muscle, like a face that has no skin on it. And it's like a skull with just bloody muscle stretched over it. I am very, very interested in what's going to come. Because we get this preview, uh, and the, the line for the next episode is, The king wielding the power of another riders. Uh, what? Yes. So apparently another rider, another Zeo, can turn into all of the other another writers, Which is... Which is awesome. That is kind of awesome. I-, I am kind of curious, like, by the rules that have been established, Zeo should da- be just be able to beat him, his another self? Yeah, it's like... So, I'm guessing they're going to complicate that in some way. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I am excited for more Zeo. Yeah, these last four episodes have been really good. Yeah, they really hit their stride, I feel like. It is really picking up. It's going good stuff. I, I'm i not too much... Like, my initial reaction to Tsukiyomi doing this 180% turn was kind of disdain. But if it's literally that when she came back in the past, she had this certain idea of what type of person would become Omazeo. And Sogo was, I guess, so far outside of what she could even imagine omazeo could have come from that she's just like yeah no it's he may have had the power but this this isn't gonna be him i i think it wouldn't work especially well if we if they he she hadn't reversed positions with gates now that gates is like sukiyomi chill like like soko is fine it is nice that now gates is kind of being the voice of no but maybe we should we should maybe we should be friends Yeah, like, being friends has worked out really well so far. Maybe chill out a little. He's gone through a good amount of the character development needed to actually start thinking of that. Because even Tsukiyomi was talking about that, no, Gates has changed because of you, Zio. Right, yeah. Was that in the previous... That was in the previous set of episodes, right? Yeah, that was in 20 and 20... Yeah, 21 and 20. That Like, he'd he'd gained a lot more compassion, and, like, he's less... Like he's less willing to do to pursue a me uh like an end with any means at this point. He's he's not willing to do anything and everything to achieve his goal anymore. Yeah, and like he got that from Sogo, because Sogo is an idealist and always wants to find the best solution. Yep. So yeah, that's fun stuff. I uh I've been really into into Zio lately. Yeah, it's really good. And I know Zio has like a couple more upgrade forms at least, so like, what else? He's got, he's got a couple more. He's got a couple more. It's like, they've got to introduce some pretty kick ass villains if he's going to be stronger than he is now. Yeah, no kidding. I'm, I'm wondering where we're going to go with this. It's the level of escalation is getting to a point where it's like, okay, you're already like actively controlling time. It's where are we going to go from here? I mean, I'm still expecting the final boss fight to be just with, anu- with Oma Zeo. Like, yeah, th- that's gotta be what they do, right? Yeah, I-, I think so. He's the only other character in the fiction who's strong enough to oppose a stronger version of Zeo, I think. Or, or maybe the version of Gates Revive from White Waz's timeline. Yeah, I guess we haven't really seen what Gates Revive can do, so if he's awesome, then hey. Or maybe those giant giant robots that look like they were made out of electric razors. The, the giant robots that showed up once and have never returned. Uh, I, I guess, uh, yeah, Chekhov's giant electric razor robots. Yeah. I, I love their design. I'd see them again, but I know they weren't too popular. Oh, they weren't? Yeah, okay. Uh, they look, they, a lot of people I'd seen said they'd look, they looked doofy as hell and they didn't like them. I mean, they looked a little silly, but hey, I was willing to go with it. Common writer as a whole looks kind of silly, so you know. Yeah, it does. Just think that's par for the course, but you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I think we've pretty much covered everything here, so we're probably ready to sign off now. Unless you had anything else you wanted to do, Evan. Sure. This has been Journey Through the DecaCast. We are a podcast on the internet, located at Decacast dot uh, on the website, you will find links to our network's Twitter, which is at FM, along with Chris's and Garrett's Twitters. I don't have one because I don't think I'm interesting enough to post on it. All I do is... Oh, that's never stopped me. Eh, that's fair. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to dispute anything we've said or just ask a question, our email is decacast at gmail.com. Uh that is journey through the at gmail uh, We may not you know indicate that we read them on the show, but we read them, oh yeah, yeah, and we like both we 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 appreciate both nice words and criticism if we had like a question that we that was like worth bringing up on air, we would probably do that. yes, if people wanted to send in questions yeah uh we should be back next week with our actual kiva episodes. This was kind of a uh, Garrett had to leave, and so yeah, he was like out of town or something for family. We 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 we're gonna take the reins of this, just run with it. Um. So yeah, we'll be back next week. Ah, uh, good night, everybody. Good night, and always trust your BFFs. Yeah, we'll be the BFF. Uh, we're just a passing through podcast. Remember, remember that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.